0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of Front Porch Philosophy. Uh, we have a fun topic in store for you today. Do you remember what that was, Dad, since we talked about doing this episode like four weeks ago?
1: It's been so long ago that I, I definitely had to go back and look at my notes and refresh myself. But I, I forgive you because I guess you're in the midst of whatever you would call finals. Yes. And all that kind of stuff. So, apparently... That gets in the way of this at times.
0: Yeah, that's plus, I know my priorities are out of whack, huh?
1: Plus, although it's been been nice on di- some days, it's still I'm on the front porch today and it's it's rather chilly. Um, by chilly, I mean like fifty eight degrees or something, and it's cloudy. So, but I am still on the front porch, which is which is nice.
0: Well, I'm still at my desk, so
1: at your desk, and that's yes. kind of pathetic. In a yeah, way. I know, I know. But anyway, so well, so you'll be coming to the conclusion of your your junior year pretty soon. that's right, wow, well, only one more to go, and then who knows what right
0: <laughs> yeah that's 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 really the noise that's really the noise I make when hmm. I think about I think about that far ahead well, um, and that's good
1: and and I think that kind of leads into what I thought that we could maybe chat about today if you remembered what it was as well. I like, did. Sure. I actually
0: did have to go back into our texts from when you first and, proposed the and topic. I th- but
1: and I think it had to do with that topic a little bit because at one point eons ago, I don't know when it was, but you mentioned something to me like, oh, I sure hope I find it, the thing that I want to do. I sure hope I find it soon. And it made me just wonder and I went wait a second is is it really that should is Garrett trying to find it or should or is it better to think that you're listening and hoping that it finds you and that just kind of went made me go down this path of all these things that we we kind of say and even though we say them one way, like, oh, I hope I find it, and it should be, well, maybe it finds you. Then I thought about, you know, Kira said to me, you know, similar to that, because she's going to be going to to school next year, and she goes, you know, wow, I sure hope I can make friends. And then part of it's like, well, do you really make friends, or do friends make you? Mm -hmm. So there was that, and then you know, it took me down this rabbit hole of, you know, so everything I, uh, you know, that I was thinking, I was like, well, should we just turn it to the reverse? You know, for, you know, for example, another one, like, do you have dreams? Or do dreams have you? Do you have ideas? Or do ideas have you? So anyway, that's, that's kind of what I was interested in maybe getting your thoughts on or chatting about in particular, the one that started it all off with, um, do you find it or does it find you? Kind of thing.
0: I, um, so initially, I think what's sometimes hard to wrap your head around uh, a rewording of that question with it finding you is most of the time, maybe the it that you have in mind is probably something inanimate, like a job uh, or a career or something like that. So you're kind of like, how could it possibly find me? Because I'm the one who is searching and doing the action and stuff. Um, but I think that's that's probably sometimes not the total right way to go around it because there are plenty of forces that bring us into contact with things themselves that might not be able to search for us, but the universe kind of conspires for us to run into them, um, I I think, sometimes. And so I I very much believe that I think flipping that question and saying that it can find you is a very viable option. And I don't think it means to abandon the fact that you can find it because um, in order to it, for it to find you, you have to be open to being found. Um, and I think a good way to open yourself to being found is to start searching for something and see what it means for you to discover something. Like what, what, is, what is a property of that thing that allowed it to be discovered by you Um, like it was interesting to you and so you ended up finding it out. Um, but you might be interesting to something else. Like, you know, I don't know if that made any sense, but, um, something else out there might be interested in you and you don't even know it yet. And so it will find you one day. So I think that's kind of an exciting thing that it's not all on you to go find your thing. Um, that thing might find you someday. And that's, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think that is. I'm trying to... Uh, when I was, As I was listening to you, the first thing that jumped out on to me at the beginning of what you were talking about was so you think of a job as an it, like something that can be... that's just something, an object that you can acquire. And... I think when I thought of the it in the terms of like, oh, I hope I, I find it the something that, you know, is my, you know, I thought about it when you're saying like my my, my purpose, my destiny, my whatever, I thought mm-hmm. of it less as an object and more as a process maybe. Something of can I be flexible enough To, um, like you said, you're you you want to. Can you jump in the in the stream and let it take you, Mm -hmm. rather than, um, being on land and walking through the woods looking for some object? Can you jump in the stream and let it take you? Kind of Mm -hmm. thing. That's more what I was envisioning. I think when I said, or is the does the you know do you find it or does it find you because when you jump in the stream and you just let go you don't necessarily know where you're going
0: right right and you have to I think that's important because you have to make the decision to jump in the stream first so I do think part of part of this requires you to be an active participant in the search as well Um, but then once you jump in that stream then you just let it go and then it can find you, but you have to first be willing to be found. I guess.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And then if you use the stream analogy even more, maybe as you're going down the stream, there are things that y- that that because y- I think you were getting around. If I heard you correctly, what you're getting around to was if we were both floating down this. Well, let's just see. It's a let's see. It's a little faster than a stream, so it's <laughs> yeah. stuff's going by pretty quickly. It's more of a river, maybe. And there'll be things that stick, like, there'll be things that you notice that I don't, if we're both in it, and we might reach out for those those things that as we're in the river, we notice, like, I notice, and I'll reach out for something, and you'll notice something different. So I think it's, that's what I mean by kind of, you. you you're right, you have to make an effort, but as you get in the river and then as you move towards things that are of interest to you maybe that's you kind of grab a hold a little bit see if it's oh that's a firm hold or not or else you just let go again you know that yeah kind of notion I guess is what I was was thinking of that
0: yeah and I think it's it's like so if we're both going down the down the river and the reason my attention is caught by something and yours isn't, is I think both due to part like that we have different interests and that we're different people, but also like you said, different things are searching for us, um, and so we'll be drawn to them as well. And that kind of that kind of helps explain why my attention might be caught by something that might not catch yours.
1: Yeah, like if there was an Xbox on the side, you might right. notice that, and I yeah. might not notice it. No, that kind of thing. Like a, an Xbox on a pole. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go grab that.
0: I'll go. I'll go get that real quick. and Then I'll get yeah. back to the stream.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, what? What? Go ahead. No, you go first.
1: It sounded like you were going to say something. So you you said. Oh, you started I was just going to. Before I did. Well, I was yeah. going to
0: just change the question. I was going to say. Oh, well, that's other... what I was going to do as well. Oh. Go well, ahead. look at that. Um, so I'll I'll throw in one that I came up with uh, a while ago after listening to a song uh that I shared with you and it was kind of it kind of goes along with the uh do we have ideas or do ideas have us kind of thing um also do, like do we invent things and how do the things we invent reinvent us um the song i was listening to was talking about the cell phone right so people invented the cell phone but then the way that we now can interact with the world because of that invention has basically reinvented how humans go about their life um and i thought that was an interesting thought to explore
1: no i I think it is i think it's very much true that it's and we said it i think in in the last one although we can flip the thing and it helps us to think it's not a binary on and off right of right. you only let the thing find you or you're finding the thing it's that it's both and i think it oscillates back and forth in a way or almost simultaneously they work on each other
0: mm-hmm.
1: meaning like i don't uh, i think when an, I- an idea has you i would i think um I think we give ourselves too much credit for having an idea. I think <laughs> an idea has us. But um, when you have – when an idea comes to you, it comes to you as a vessel because you're ready to he- hear that idea and act on it. Mm-hmm. I, I think, or maybe it'll happen, Simon. Maybe we don't know, because maybe it could, you know, maybe the idea for the iPhone came to a whole bunch of people over a course of time, but only one person acted on it. I don't know. Or did well, that kind well, of idea you, come to one person? I don't know.
0: Yeah, have you heard the story about how, like, Einstein would think and kind of come up with his ideas? Where he would, no. he would sit in his chair... And he would let himself relax up until the point when he was about to fall asleep. Um, and as he was falling asleep, it was in that kind of state when he would have some of his really good ideas and when he would start to dream. And so what he would do is he would put, like, a metal ball on his hand and have, like, a plate. And so when he would start to fall asleep, his hand would relax and he would drop the ball and it would hit the plate and it would wake him up. But he was in, like, this kind of relaxed pre-sleep state where he was just accepting the things around him and that's where apparently people have said that that's where some of his best ideas have come from from living in that kind of method and being really open in that moment just like you said about the dreams do you have dreams or do they have you these these dreams these thoughts would come to him and of course um some of it might be an amalgamation of all the knowledge he had acquired over the course of studying complex mathematics and physics but what part of him really put that together? Was it him or was it something else? But he was willing to sit there and not even actively think about the problems, just sit there and drift off, and then they would come to him.
1: That's that's awesome. I never heard that.
0: Yeah, and it, it seems like, just like with the Einstein example, it seems like a lot of the best kind of thinkers of our day or whatever seem to be the people who are the most open to new things and everything like that. And so it makes you wonder how much is it them actively doing, and how much is it them listening and allowing themselves to be found by these things, which again, is what we were talking about earlier.
1: No, I, I, think, you're, I think you're absolutely right, Garrett, and I, it makes me think, and I, I, forgive me if it sounds a little windy out here, a little, a little rainstorm just went by on my front porch. <laughs> Although I can, st- I, can see this, I can see the sun peeking through the cr- clouds, so I'm gonna try and tough it out here, um, but if there, you hear the wind blowing, that is in fact wind blowing. <laughs> um anyway no I, I agree with you and I think it's almost this thing about um y- sometimes the it feels like ideas or the openness comes from mm, uh, do I want to say like an altered state of consciousness or a non, like you get out of your head for a little bit. And I think maybe that's what Einstein was doing and that's what I've heard that you know Steve Jobs has done, like others, like if you can get out of your intellectual head a little bit, your thinking mind Mm -hmm. and be open, then that's when ideas mix with who you are at the ego level. And then you kind of have to consciously articulate what it is that you, so I think it is, a, I think it is, it's a little bit of both, right? It's something speaking to you because you know, you have no idea where they come from, just like you have no idea where your dreams come from, mm-hmm. many times, right? You don't You don't know where they are. Kira and I had started watching uh, Inception.
0: Yeah, um, excellent. I, I hadn't excellent watched film. it,
1: I, I know, I haven't watched it for a while, and the thing that he's sitting at the, like in this cafe with this girl that he's recruiting to like be the architect and he says something like she's not she's not sure if she's in a dream or not but he said do you ever like when you dream is there ever a start to the dream yeah and it was like whoa that's (laughs) so cool because you're right the dream you're just you're just in a place yeah you don't know how you got there or what it's just it just it's there and you just jump from place to place there's no real start Right Do and it, it.
0: it's it's weird how it all makes sense like part of you in the dream like knows where the beginning was but you don't actually cuz you aren't questioning how you got to the place you are you just like you said you just immediately you're just going um and yeah dreams can oh. be so random i've been starting to i've been starting to write down some of mine as much yes. as i can and like uh-huh. before i go to bed i have a little book by the side of my bed and before i go to bed i write down I'm like, tonight I would like to dream. And a lot of the time I don't ask about a specific thing. I'll just right. write down that I want to. And in the morning I'll do my best to remember. And actually the other morning I woke up, didn't remember anything, started writing in the journal that I didn't remember anything, and then it all came back to me. And none of it made any sense, oh. like you said, which is the confusing thing. So you're like, did I even have that dream? Um, but, yeah.
1: No, that's... That's awesome, and I think it can make sense over time. And it doesn't have to make sense. That's the beauty of it. At some level, maybe it does. And if I'm a little distracted, Garrett, it's because five five hawks, or you know, probably hawks, just flew by, and they were silhouetted against the clouds and the sun poking through. And, if, well, first of all, I was wondering why Bentley wasn't wary of them. <laughs> but... But it was pretty spectacular, so I'm glad oh, I was nice. on the front porch today. I don't know how those came about. Um, maybe it was a dream, but I think it was reality. <laughs> um, well. But uh, but they were pretty... They're gone now. That's how fast the wind's moving. But uh, that was pretty fantastic. But I guess... Yeah, so I, I do agree with you on that. I also think I, I, I want to put it in the context of the one that Kira mentioned to me, too, about about making friends, or do friends make you? Mm-hmm. and And just I guess maybe we can close on as you you maybe contemplate that one a little bit and what you think of that
0: um well I would say first of all that I am absolutely the person I am at this very moment because of my friends right like I I don't think we talk about that uh, actually a lot in our house how we're fully convinced that we would be completely different people if we hadn't been living together for the last like two years now um, I'm wholeheartedly convinced of that, and I wouldn't even question that for a second. Um and but also like you rub off on them a little right. bit. So I think you make your friends and again, it's the same kind of thing like you you know what you're searching for, right and you kind of see it in somebody, I guess is I guess how like I would say I've made some of my friends here like I have a general idea of like what a kind of person I would want to hang out with um, would act like but then you like once you become friends with them there's so many other things about them that you didn't know that I think there's right. an unavoidable thing that happens where they rub off on you and uh, I uh, yeah that that's not gonna change and then like that interaction will maybe make you want um, look for different things and more friends that you make and everything like that. So, again, like you said, I think it's it's not a binary thing. It's not that friends – that you don't make friends at all and friends always make you and, like, you have no say in it. But I think it is an important thing to recognize how the people uh, you have relationships with rub yeah, off I- on you and what that does to you.
1: Yeah, I'd, I wish we'd had a different word than like I'm gonna like about like well when you go to school you're gonna make friends, right? Because it's not like weird science because you're not making anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I I want to be open to expanding the number of, or, or or finding a group of people or some people that I connect with that I'm connected to, because I feel like you're it's more of a connection than it is a making right well friends like so and it is it goes both ways right it's almost like yes you're connected to your roommates and and they influence you and you influence them and you act a certain way around them because they've projected things onto you which you like and you accept and then you project things onto them so you're you're kind of like just one big unit yeah um, that are playing off different projections of what everybody kind of is but you're not really like you're not saying oh i want to i want to meet this kind of person so i'm gonna you know i don't that's not i don't think that's the way it happens it's more like if you're open people are other other humans are drawn to you and then you're drawn to them and then you form sort of some sort of bond or connection
0: well, something, something that came to my mind when you said it's not like a science thing where you make them. Um, I was thinking about if you asked me to, like, write down what I would want in a friend and then, like, made that person a person, for some reason I feel like they would suck. Like, I probably have all these, like, conceptions of what would make a perfect friend, but I don't think I could actually make one. Right. Like, I feel well, Like, I... I feel like it's just impossible. Like, you have to... You have to take people as they are and let yourself be made by them a little bit or else it wouldn't work you might not you might never have any friends if you keep looking for this perfect friend that you want to make or something I I don't think that would ever happen
1: I, I totally agree with you now see you didn't get my reference there's a movie way back in the day called weird science and that's kind of what they do. Oh, okay. I did and not get that. what was it from the You you just thought 1920s? I said some sort of weird science. <laughs> yeah, right. But there is a movie called Weird Science. Yes. Way back when movie. Um, but anyway. So yeah, and I I totally agree with you Garrett and I think that that's so for me this has been about, you know, as you as we go through life and you you find yourself saying these things to yourself, you know, oh I hope I find what I'm looking for, or you know, I'm, I need to make some new friends, or yeah. you know, man, I just wish I had an idea. Uh, I just encourage people to kind of twist it around and go, like flip it over and say, well, what if, what if I'm just waiting for an idea to find me, or, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be looking for somebody that can help make me who I am rather than make friends and. And uh, and instead of finding it, like relax and let it find me, because I just think that that frees you a little bit, and it doesn't put all the pressure on you. I agree. And uh, it it allows the it allows the world to interact with you, and I think that just makes it a much more enjoyable place in some ways.
0: Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. If you ever feel if you ever feel stuck somewhere, or even if you don't, even if you're just searching for a little inspiration, maybe ask ask a question in a different way um i think that's a i think that's a really useful exercise
1: all right and with that and with the lawnmower starting to go i think uh we can probably wrap this one up so uh, all right well thank you for
0: listening to uh, this episode of front porch philosophy we will see you next time
1: all right peace out